there's also more and more um, data coming out about the benefits of gardening and all sorts of levels. Researchers have done a lot of work and have identified some very key health benefits for people who spend time out. The main benefit of of gardening is that you get the absolutely freshest, uh, most healthy vegetables. The benefits of, of community gardening, it's like think of something and the garden will make it better. You've heard these reports too about how good gardening is for us. Uh, But there's a dark side here, too. I'm Lace Jenkins, and this is the Triangle Gardener Show. We're your guide to enjoyable gardening in North Carolina. Thanks to Garden Destinations for making this story possible. Garden Destinations is a digital magazine for travelers who want to include public gardens in their travel plans. Their website is gardendestinations.com. I'll admit it, I'm a little smug about gardening. I mean, one of their activity is good for the environment and me. It can produce healthy food, beautiful flowers. And every time another one of these studies come out showing the psychological or physical benefits of gardening, <laughs> I'm sure to point it out to my friends who are runners or play a sport. And let's not even mention what I do to my friends who stay inside with their DIY crafts and projects. But it is a bit of a lie. Gardening can be really dangerous. I mean, I've had my share of cuts and scrapes. At a recent event, I asked some of my master gardener friends if they've ever been hurt gardening. Have you ever been hurt in your garden? I was cutting down some small trees, uh, and uh, it kicked back on me, and I cut my leg to the bone and had to go to the emergency room and uh, had to have 20 stitches. Have you ever been hurt in your garden? Not in the garden, actually. Stepping all over the garden on a ladder hanging up a hummingbird feeder. What happened? The ladder broke. And what happened? I broke my wrist. In a couple of months, we'll be into the danger zone. According to the Center for Disease Control, emergency room admissions surged during the spring. But there are at least three things you can do right now to try to prevent being one of those emergency room admissions. First, use the right tool and make sure your tools are ready to be used. This is a great time of year to clean and service your tools. Sharp blades cut easier and you won't have to exert as much force to get the job done. And make sure that your tools are right for you. The handle should fit comfortably in the center of your palm where your grip strength is the best. And you will be able to keep your wrist in a neutral position when you're using them. Second, develop safe habits. Wear shoes and gardening gloves. And if you're using power tools, be sure to put on eye and ear protection. Keep walkways clear and pick up your tools as you go along. Finally, and most importantly, keep yourself fit so you're able to tackle those garden chores when the weather warms up. Staying active during these cold months is a challenge for me. So I talked to the wellness director at our fitness center to learn what I can do to stay ready for my garden. My name's Jennifer Wrigley. So Jennifer, you work with people all day long to try to keep healthy. Tell me a little bit about what you do in that role. I have people come into the fitness center that some of them have never even seen exercise equipment before, or maybe they're familiar with the equipment, but they're not quite sure how to put an exercise program together that would fit their lifestyle and fit the activities that they enjoy doing. So after we talk with them for a bit and see what their strengths and weaknesses are and what their interests are, we will devise a program that they can follow that's not too complicated and that they'll you know, have some adherence to 
you know, gives them exercise that they enjoy to do, but also makes it functionally fit for, let's say, if you're a gardener or if you're a skier or something like that. So we can customize the exercises for the lifestyle that you're doing. So we're getting into some cold weather, and it's a little hard to get out there, for me to motivate myself to get out there. Right. What are some things that I can do to stay toned so when I go back out into the garden come spring, I'll be able to do so? Well, the first thing to make sure is that you are warmed up properly. So if you have a house that has no stairs, maybe walking around the inside of the house 10 times, trying to get your heart rate up, get your muscles warm. If you're fortunate enough to have a set of stairs in your house, going up and down the stairs maybe 10 times is a great exercise as well. Once your body's properly warmed up, we would want you to do some dynamic stretches. And all that means is that the stretches are moving. We want them to be nice and slow and controlled. For gardening, we would want you to do a deadlift, which means it's almost like a toe touch, keeping your back really straight, keeping your stomach muscles engaged, only going as far down as your body allows, and then standing straight up. And that will imitate a lot of the things that you do in the garden when you're pulling weeds or putting you know, bushes in the ground, things like that. How often would I need to do that? Is this something I should do every week or once a month? I mean, how often should I be stretching and doing these kinds of exercises? Well, the government really suggests that you exercise every day for a minimum of 30 minutes. And we want this uh, exercise to be hard enough that you're not able to have a long conversation with someone, maybe short conversations. On a scale of 1 to 10, we want the exercise to be about a 7 or an 8. And you really want to do this, I would like, five times a week if you could. But you, if you're just starting out, and you know, set a goal that's achievable. Maybe it's three times a week every other day. And then as you, your adherence increases, add a fourth day. So don't try and be a hero and go out seven days a week. You'll get hurt. You won't stick with the program. You mentioned earlier about warming up, and you also reminded me about getting hurt. Is that why I should warm up? I mean, I, I hear you say, don't just get up off the couch and go out to the garden and start working. Why, why should I, why should I stretch? What do I need to do? So um, stretching is really important because if you've been sitting a long time, the muscles will contract. And if you're cold, the muscles will contract. So we want the muscles to be more pliable. Imagine if you took a rubber band and put it in the freezer and then pulled it out of the freezer and tried to stretch it, it would break. But if you let it come to room temperature and even warm it up, it's much more pliable. And that's the same thing with your muscles. So going through small ranges of motion to begin with, maybe a standing up and marching in place and then eventually bringing your knees up higher, uh, maybe even then taking it to a front kick. Again, very nice and easy and controlled. So then we've just gone from a very small move to a medium move to a larger move. And we would want to do that with all of your muscle groups. So I hear you say, do this by the littles. By the littles. Little, small steps. Don't bite off more than you can chew. Okay. All right. I think you've given me some things I can do. Um, anything else I should ask you to make sure that I'm successful this winter? Um, I think we want to give you ex specific exercises that relate to gardening. Uh, again, I mentioned the deadlift, which is like touching your toes. You can choose to carry weight or not, depending on your fitness level. Another thing to try is imagine you were picking up a big bag of mulch and carrying it in front of your stomach. 
So if you have something in the house that weighs maybe 5 or 10 or 15 pounds, try carrying that around the house or even putting it on your back in a backpack. That's a safe way to increase the difficulty of your exercises. You would never want to put weights on your hands or on your ankles. Um, another exercise to do that would be great would be a push-up just to get your chest muscles and your shoulder muscles strong. Um, a bent over row. So if you have something in the house that weighs five or eight or 10 pounds and you would lean over and maybe support yourself with one hand, put the weight in the opposite hand and pull it from the floor up to your hip like you were starting a lawnmower. That would be another good exercise. Um, doing a shoulder press, which means taking something as simple as a soup can and taking it from your shoulders as high up in the air as you can, that would imitate maybe pruning a tree. And then, of course, once you're done with all of those, we want you to stretch and get those muscles nice and long and, and flexible. Okay. These are great exercises. I can do this in my house with lots of simple things. Yes, Thank you. you. You're very welcome. I'm Lace Jenkins, and this is the Triangle Gardener Show. We're your guide to enjoyable gardening in North Carolina. You can find this and other episodes of our podcast on our website, trianglegardener.com, on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.